Hey D, hey Lance, you guys are fucking faggots, but I love you, but y'all are gay as fuck, but you're cool though, but I fucking hate y'all so much that I love you, faggots. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. Something wacker. Uh, it's hot as hell. Yeah, hot enough for you? Did we make this complaint last week? Or are we being repetitive? Because it was kind of hot. It wasn't hot last week. It was raining or something. But now it's record temperatures. Don't you love when people in Michigan are like, hot enough for you? Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what does it matter? If I say no, will you make it hotter? No, seriously, it is fucking hot. I, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing shorts. I know you can't tell, but I never wear shorts. Can you even imagine me in shorts? My yeah, legs are so pale and hairless. <laughs> I've seen you in shorts. It's not a good sight. Full on bat not a good wing look going for you. on. It's full on bat wings. Oh, it's yeah, so bat fucking winging. hot. It's not that humid, though, up here at least, so the bat wing isn't super bad. I'm dying. It's like fucking 92 degrees here. I know, I know I'm from a desert, a desert people. My people are desert people. I'm not. And you're not down with it? I'm not. I fucking hate it. LA's like See, a big I'm not fucking from scorching a desert. desert. Person. I'm not, not from desert folk. Well, my people are genetically. Yeah, I know, but mine aren't, and I'm, it's terrible for me. I, I like it dank it. and cloudy, and I don't like to see the sun very much. Is this going to affect your uh, Pride Parade plans? Isn't it Gay Pride this weekend? When is, is the parade on Sunday or Saturday? I forget. I think it's on Sundays. I will not be going to that. <laughs> is it because it's too hot and sweaty dogs yeah, offend just... you? <laughs> Why would I go all the way over to San Francisco to watch the Pride Parade? I've never understood that. You know, I don't what... think I've ever been to it, to tell you the truth. You know, I'm okay. I'm totally pro gay marriage i think it's great get married if you want to misery loves company but the thing is once you know 20 years from now and gays can be married and gays can do whatever they want you know adopt kids have kids who cares do you think they're still gonna have pride parades <laughs> yeah there's so, i mean they still have the saint patrick's day parade yeah but that's <laughs> just an excuse to get drunk well the Pride Parade is an excuse to put on a feather boa and dress up like a carnival dancer and have your cock out. I guess. I mean, That's not going to get old for them. <laughs> yeah, but, well, okay. We, we don't have Martin Luther King parades. We have Martin Luther King Day. So maybe when the gays got buried, you'd be like, here's Gay Day. and they might, have gay a, month. they might have a Martin Luther King Day parade somewhere. I'm not aware of one, but. But there aren't civil, what I'm saying is there aren't civil rights parades where it's not like, oh, we love black people, they're great, and let's get well, naked with a bunch okay, of black off, people. Okay, get off the black people. I mean, is there, there's a Cinco de Mayo parade maybe, right? Another excuse to get drunk. Diola, De Los Muertos parade? Well, that's, uh, that's Halloween. I, okay, what, what about Jews? I know what it is, motherfucker. <laughs> what about Jews? How come no one has a big Jew parade? Like, we love Jews so much. There aren't that many Jews. If there's as many Jews as black people. No, are you fucking kidding me? This I looked this up uh, the other day. 
All I'm saying is just it's kind of the Jewish shady. population is like, very unfair. tiny. Uh, as a percentage of the United States, well, then even more of a reason to celebrate the diversity. There are only uh, there are only uh, like five million Jews in the United States. How many black people are there? I don't know. <laughs> Someday I'll figure. A lot more than that. All Let's right, look but, it up. but I mean, okay, talking, Let's say next Sunday was the Jewish parade. Would you go to that? No, you're such a dick. <laughs> I don't like parades that much. There's a 4th of July parade, but it goes right by my house. So I'll stick my head up for that. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know, there's 44 million African Americans in the United States. Oh, wow. Way more than Jews. Right. Hmm. And think about all the whites, the crackers, the creepy-ass crackers. There's tons of us. Lots of creepy-ass crackers, that's for sure. That's why there's no white person parade, because it's just like, it's just everywhere. People are sick of looking at us. That's true. Well, you know, they do have reason. There's a cause to celebrate. You know, there's a reason to celebrate this, this year for Pride Parade. I'm sure it's going to be even that much crazier because now gays can get married. And I, I just want to troll the audience on this a little bit. Um, you know how when they're, you know, they're arguing about this, whether gay marriage should be... They're not actually arguing whether gay marriage should be legal. They're arguing whether a law that says it wasn't legal should be legal. <laughs> If that makes any sense. Is that, is that what they? Is that what they turned down? Prop eight. They right? struck down. No, no. Prop they struck eight. down the Deme- Defense oh, of Marriage Act. Yeah, DOMA, which was a an act, a federal act that said marriage was only between men and women, and they said that that it's is not a good law. Yeah, yeah. And which so, is, I mean, I can understand that, but that, but, but that's, that's my a trolling huge... aspect though is that, and everybody was like, "Well, now it's going to be bestiality," and everybody's like, "You're fucking idiots to compare bestiality to gay marriage." But then other people said, but then there's going to be polygamous marriages. And people were like, that's ridiculous. It's not that ridiculous. You mean uh, polygamy? Polygamy. It's not that ridiculous. And it's not that ridiculous to say, hey, if a man and a man and a woman and a woman can get married, why can't a man and a woman and a woman get married? Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. Who's to say? Aren't they practicing that in Utah right now? I don't think so. It's outlawed. I think it's outlawed everywhere. Well, why should it be? Who cares? I don't. I think, you know what I think that is, though? I think that's from, like, a, even more so than just, like, a human rights standpoint. I think it's from, like, a, you know, a probate law standpoint and medical insurance. I think that's, it complicates it when you have multiple partners. Because now insurance companies are going to be like, well, that's bullshit. We have to cover everybody. Or I, don't then, know. I don't know if that's a legitimate. I just think that it, it complicates. They can figure that shit out with contracts and lawyers and stuff. I think it complicates matters. Needlessly, so they're just like, all right, a union is just between two people rather than three. No, that's but not well, a legitimate objection. Why not just get married and then adopt that person? Because now that's ridiculous. Now they're your child and you're fucking them. You're like your Liberace and that Scott Torson dude. <laughs> just why not have polygamy? I don't care, and I, I don't do care think either. that the gay marriage I mean, ruling will lead to polygamy down the road. But I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, I don't been, think people should be fucking animals. I'm against, I'm against bestiality. Sick and wrong is against bestiality. I don't think people should be fucking children and marrying children. I don't think that's going to happen either with, this, with the striking no. down of Doma. But the polygamy thing, yeah, sure, go for it. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I, what I thought you were going to say is a lot of these polygamous marriages, they're grifting the social services. Which is a problem. Well, I meant that. That's another on. thing, too. Yeah. You know, like they've got, more they, they say that the woman is a single mom. 
And so she gets all the single mom benefits from, uh, you know, food stamps and all that shit. But, you but really, she's in a moms. relationship with this dude who's married to also four other women. Yeah. And the dude's sort of reaping the benefits of all these women telling the government that they're single mothers, but they're not really. Well, that goes along with what I was saying. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're, you can swindle the government. I do think they should hold up on, you know, all this child fucking rearing also. You don't need, like, 83 kids, okay? <laughs> I wouldn't want to make a law, but just uh, uh, I, I look down my nose upon that. So I wonder what the polygamy parades are going to be like. Are you just going to have a float <laughs> with just, like, all of your wives? Look at uh, my bitches. You know, it'll be, uh, like, an Amish parade. These are all my women. Mormon, LDS. My stable of ladies. be kind of cool, actually. Every, you know, I mean, you're kind of like an Amish pimp. In a sense, <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, Keeping I wonder out your own cock to their vaginas. I don't think the heat is going to stifle the gays getting naked at this point. No, they're just going to be more naked. They're just going to be more naked, and it's going to be sweaty. It's going to be gross. It's I, actually pleasant over in San Francisco too, where the Pride Parade is. I mean, it's still warm, but there's like the cool ocean breeze. It's a cool ocean breeze. You know, L.A. right now is like 95. It's so fucking hot here. It's just Dying. a film of car exhaust settling on your skin. I was I was really drunk last night, and I noticed this morning when I woke up, I look at my phone, or this morning, 2.30 in the afternoon, I look at my phone, and it says there's a text saying from uh, this girl who I was obviously drunk texting last night to try to get, it, get to come over. And she was like, you were really funny last night. You're trying to get me to come over because you have air conditioning. And I was looking at it, and I was thinking, <laughs> dude, I totally was. Like, my whole reason, or my whole, like, uh, you know, way to cajole her into coming over is because I knew she didn't have air conditioning, and I do. But yeah. I only have air conditioning in this one room, only in my office. The rest of my apartment's hot as fuck. But just my office, this little room, has air conditioning. So I was just planning to put like a, I don't know, a couple towels on the ground. Maybe pull in that cowhide rug. <laughs> you still have that thing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't get rid of it. I've been trying. Um, yeah, I put that up on Craigslist. No one responds. I don't know what yeah. to do with it now. Nobody I might just give it to that. a homeless guy. A homeless yeah. Native American. He might not want it either. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so anyway, I was like, I got air conditioning. Why don't you come over? And she, she was just like, it's three in the morning, like, <laughs> air conditioning. <laughs> I just kept saying it. And it's, but you know, if you think about it though, I bet you a lot of people would, I, you know, she probably would have come over. To be I would have come over. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't have fucked you, but I would come <laughs> over and drank all your beer and sit in that office. I wasn't inviting you at three in the morning, completely wasted. Oh. I was trying to invite this girl and, uh, yeah, it's embarrassing. Air conditioning is like one of the modern wonders of the world, if you think about it. And it like pushes heat out of your domicile. And yeah, heats, it cools, and cools off it everything. Down. That's how it works. You know, actually, you know, I, I, I always, I never thought you were like a real complainer. I mean, you do bitch a little bit about the heat you here. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you would make a horrible politician. I would not That's want true. you. I wouldn't want you to, I wouldn't have to put my faith in you to filibuster for 12 hours to try to kill a bill in, in, uh, in, in Congress here or, you know, in the state Congress. No, I would lose interest. I don't think you could do it. You, you complain about the heat. You complain about not having enough beer. Complain well, not, maybe about I would not just get up there and complain. I could get up there and complain about tw- for 12 hours about just random things. I guess what I'm getting at here is you're no Wendy Davis, all right? No. You, you're She's just beautiful not. for one thing. She is actually pretty hot. She is hot. But, you know, she's not a woman who's going to be deterred by the heat. She lives in Texas. I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's like 100 degrees there. Wendy Davis, she puts on her running shoes. She puts on her back brace. 
Put Stra- on my big girl panties. Straps in her there in filibuster. catheter. Do you hear about that? Ooh. And uh, stands there for 11 hours fighting this draconian abortion bill that Rick Perry, the evil Governor Rick Perry, is trying to pass. Do you read I about this? I would draw the line at the catheter. Do, do you think women don't care as much about catheters because they're like, oh, I'm shoving shit up there all the time anyways? Kind of. And doesn't piss just kind of I mean, I know you don't put anyway. your dick in their pee hole before I get tons of emails saying that I don't know anything <laughs> about women's anatomy. But I'm just saying in the region, stuff is going in and out all the time. And are they just like, ah, oh, it's just another thing that's going in another hole down there. I don't care. Doesn't piss just dribble out of there anyway? I don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> Come on. Like you haven't looked at piss porn? No, I, well, okay, I know they could spray it. But, you know, I was thinking about this. I was reading. I saw a picture of Wendy Davis. She's kind of attractive. You know, she's 51 years old. She's blonde, extremely attractive. Skinny. She's hot. Uh, you know, she's, she's definitely very Good hot. bone structure. For, uh, what is she, a senator? What is she? The state uh, senator? State senator. Let's, yeah, yeah. Senator Wendy Davis, it says right here. Yeah, no, she's kind of hot. She's in, in these pictures of her filibustering for 11 hours or whatever, eight hours. She's got like that kind of after sex hair. Like her hair's all messed up. And she's th- probably got a nice musk going on down in the, uh, the old underpants. Well, you know, and, and the whole idea of her just like dribbling out pee, I just kind of find erotic, which is weird because okay. I'm not. That's, that's your thing. I'm not into pee. I've never Apparently been into Apparently you pee. are. Well, I'm into her pee. I just think it's kind of hot that she's standing there in front of all these senators arguing against this, this, this draconian abortion bill and the whole time just pissed, just dribbling out of her pussy. It's hot. <laughs> is it out of her? Okay. Yeah. The pee. Yeah. The urethra is part of the pussy now. Whatever. It's I mean, just, the pussy it's, is a very. And sometimes the pussy is just the hair. It's not just the hair. What are you saying? The pussy is the vagina, the labia, everything, the whole package. Okay. All right. The butthole. No, that's that's separate. That's a separate <laughs> that's, part. That's where you draw the line. It's another it's hole. The, sort I'm of just saying that's the front. The perineum. Area. But uh, but Wendy yeah. Davis, though, think about this. Single mom, or she was a teenage mother. Teen mom. Teen mom. She has another daughter now that she had later in life, but the first one was when she was a teen. You know what teen mom? I'm sure are. every guy was trying to get up in that. Hell yeah. Teen mom. She's had to so be she a cheerleader. Like, what, Just look 16, at her. 16, 17? Yeah, I would think so. Maybe 18. Loose. Loose morals. Loose pussy. Hot. <laughs> you know, maybe, she had a, maybe she had a steady boyfriend and the condom broke. Yeah, right. Teenage mother. You, you know, I but bet then she, she has it. And she's putting on a catheter to piss in front of, like, in public. She's but you a freak. think that as somebody Freakish. who had the child, felt the need to have the child, it's, or maybe she didn't think she had any choice back then, and that's why she's so pro-abortion. But a lot of these girls who have children young, they're very anti-abortion because they're like, yes, you should. All, you have to have the child. Well, look what I went I through. I did. Yeah, look what I went through. But no, I think, you know, she, she is a hero, and people are I mean, lauding her right now as a hero. Yeah. Uh, she I love made- how standing up for 12 hours is this feet of superhuman strength well okay but <laughs> you know so impressed so i guess this is why i wanted to talk about it here on sick and wrong first of all the whole concept of filibustering is bizarre it is bizarre that we still do this that we've been doing this for for years uh, they do it in other countries as well i know in like uh started in roman times it started in roman says times Wikipedia. it's a bizarre thing so what happened here is wendy davis made a heroic 10-hour stand for abortion rights republicans were proposing a bill mainly uh, rick perry Proposing a bill to effectively shut most abortion clinics in the second highly populated state of Texas. So there would have been – the bill would have effectively closed down abortion clinics because of these really strict regulations. 
and then banned any terminations after 20 weeks. So that's, I mean, that's not very long. It's like 20, 20 weeks. 20 weeks, five, what is that, five, five months? months? That's quite a long time. That's I feel that, that if long. you, I'm not going to pass any laws, but just as a judgmental person, I feel like by five months into the pregnancy, you should have decided whether you wanted to abort it or not. Are you even getting a baby bump at that point? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think I know about fucking the birthing process? I, you know, I, I don't know. But, but why, at five, why, why at five months did you now decide that you don't want it anymore? Yeah, you'd think you'd you'd know before, but I mean, what if uh, what what if, what if the baby you know you get tested prenatal testing and they're like, okay, you're going to have a Down syndrome kid, and they don't know until five. Well, then yeah, come on, like come on, you really expect me to have this? But anyway, I uh, so there's only going to be four clinics in all of Texas, the second most populous state, four abortion clinics. Oh, they're going to be busy. It's going to be yeah. <laughs> it's going to lead to problems. So here comes Wendy Davis, hot attractive senator stands for 11 hours without a toilet toilet break because she had a catheter and uh yeah girls are good at holding in their shits though you know that right i was wondering about that and did you if she had to duke what would would (laughs) you but just girls in everyday life will go like three days without taking a shit how do they do that i don't know they must (laughs) must have extra long colons or something I don't remember. I don't remember learning about that in biology, but it's the only explanation. Well, I think you know how we have a prostate. I think what they have is like a separate little area that's just a poo storage area, like a poo containment facility inside uh-huh. their like large intestine. For when, just, when, whenever it's like a camel's hump, kind of. Well, you know, it's like okay, they're on vacation with their boyfriend in San Diego, and it's like I can't poop in the hotel room. Oh dear! Right. So just she's not going to poop the entire time. I know. They also have better diets generally, right? Like they they'll, they'll just eat edamame the whole time that they're in San Diego, whereas I'm tasting the local burrito with French fries on it, and, and then I immediately obviously have to go shit. Washing it down with a forty of uh, Budweiser, San Diego beer, whatever that would be. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that has something to do with it. But yeah, I I, st- I still don't feel like we've gotten to. The, we're just speculating, but there is some reason why girls just don't feel the need to shit that like every day, like normal people. It's, it's like, you know, seriously, it's like a biological uh, advancement. Like <laughs> yeah. X-Men. I was going to say miracle. It's like a biological miracle. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, they've, they've evolved to a higher level with their, their diets. I mean, yeah. I honestly, I can't remember the last time I had a solid stool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was very Larry King of you. <laughs> We're going to the phones. <laughs> Anyway, though, you know, you got to, you know, I'm taking the hat off. My hat's off to Wendy Davis. Oh, the hat's coming off. Hat's coming off. for a couple episodes. It's it's been a while, but when I read this about her filibustering for 11 hours, standing there without eating, without drinking, she couldn't even leave the floor for the bathroom because her effort to stop the vote would have been futile. So she just, she shoved a catheter in there to pee. I was like, I'm does taking he have a the doctor that does that, like the special Senate doctor that comes in and puts the catheter in, or is that just something you self-administer? Where is the bag? It's probably just strapped to her leg, just full of pee, <laughs> warm, hot, <laughs> sensual pee. I think they. <laughs> oh, I'm done. She also wore a back brace for extra support. A and, back brace. And did you like, like like a like one of those like Mexican guys who's like lifting stuff at? Home Depot. Yeah, one of those, like just to keep her upright. Yeah. 
And, and she had these uh, pink jogging shoes that had become quite a sensation online. And these, like, I would have taken some no-dos or something. They're just meth. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if she meth. was on meth. I don't think, I don't diet, think you're allowed to do it. Quote-unquote diet pills. But anyway, I think this highlights, and people have been, you know, obviously Americans don't focus on anything important, so they've been, like, talking about her, her pink running shoes rather than the whole concept of filibustering, which is just so archaic and so bizarre that we even do this. So, so filibustering well, is strict if you're, rules. It depends on whatever side of the issue you're on, you know, whether you hate or love it. But if it's I'm working saying, for you, that party always likes it. I understand that, but it's just a bizarre thing. It's a bizarre thing that we do. Like, uh, so there's all these strict rules it's basically, for it. It's like the, the legislative equivalent of, I'm just going to be a blowhard and not let anybody else say anything. It's the legislative equivalent of bitching. Because right. that's all you're doing. You're standing up, bitching about this bill, trying to obstruct legislation by delaying tactics. And another thing. <laughs> so she had to keep talking for 10 hours straight. She was banned from taking on food and water or making trips to the toilet. That's why I was describing this as draconian. It's, it's just to stop a vote or a long speech. She had to delay this till midnight before the bill would be passed. I mean, she's subjecting herself to medical harm, right, by holding in your pee for that long. And, and they really shouldn't – they should change the rules so, you know, you don't have to damage yourself just to try and do something legal. Well, her – you know, I mean, she, she became an overnight sensation. America's darling. Oh, yeah. Even Obama tweeted She's my her. darling. I think so, too. No wonder Obama's tweeting. I wonder what uh, – I sleep next to a picture of her and I just whisper sweet nothings. I wonder what Bill Clinton was doing. I don't even <laughs> want to know. Uh, her effort ended after 10 hours and 45 minutes when it was ruled that she had strayed off the topic. So you can't even stray off the topic. You just got to keep rambling about, about why women thing, should yeah. get abortions. Um, still stop the legislation from being signed. So people, I guess there's a ruckus crowd. Everyone starts screaming and they managed to delay it till, till midnight. I think uh, Rick Perry is going to pull in another. Rick Perry, Mr. Anti-Abortion, is going to get a secret legislative, legislative bill like session. He's a, he's a religious man. Yeah, he's. So he uh, say. Remember when he thought he was going to be president, but then everybody found out he's too dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he can. He can like articulate complete sentences, can he? Yeah, he'd be like, and I have three points. Uh, if he'd do the first point and the second point, and then he'd be like, oh, I forgot the third. One. <laughs> job, I love the Rick debate, Barry, You fucking dumbass. I love the debates. I can't, I can't believe they keep electing him again. They love him. Yeah, they do. And it's I mean, I think te- Texas's economy is doing very well, so. You know, who are we? We're just two podcasters. Exactly. So here's some rules about filibustering. It's a delaying tactic, like a long speech to stop a vote. The words origin uh, lie in piracy and the Dutch word for a freebooter who takes booty or loot. It now means a politician pirating proceedings. <laughs> so that's why you said, you know, people who are on either side of the bill like it if you can actually, you know affect the, the passing of uh, legislation. But there's a, extreme rules they have for it. So you're not allowed to eat or drink on the floor. Um, and Wendy Davis even faced stricter, stricter rules. Like she wasn't allowed to have hard candy or ice chips. Like Usually they <laughs> no let you food have at ice all, chips. Or just so specifically hard candy and ice chips are banned? No, they usually allow you to have hard candy or nice chips. Like if you want an ice chip, you can suck on an ice chip for a little bit of water. She wasn't allowed to have that. You got to keep talking, though. Right? Yeah, like so. I think they just try to make it difficult, so you just give up because you're like, "Oh my god, I gotta piss." Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's terrible. So, 
You're, you're this right. This lady th- cannot take a bad picture. I tell you what, because while you're talking, I'm just scrolling through her photos. Don't get too excited here. We've got a little, I am little, a little, little bit, bit longer excited. to go with this intro. Um, you were right, though, about the, uh, the, the Roman starter. Roman Senator Cato the Younger. Cato the Younger, who made speeches until oh, nightfall. Cato the Younger. Much better than the Elder, in my opinion. <laughs> I hate Elder Cato. <laughs> He's such a dick. Um, that was the deadline for Senate business. So, yeah, it dates back to Roman times. In the U.K., I mean, the U.K. does this, too. I imagine a lot of democratic uh, countries do this. But the world's longest filibuster, the longest filibuster that's ever happened. It's 24 the world's hours. record for filibustering. 24 hours, 18 minutes, delivered by none other than U.S. Senator Strom Thurmond against the Civil Rights Act of 1957. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's in the record books for all time. Was he in the, now, he probably wasn't in the wheelchair yet, so he didn't have the assistance of being able to sit down. Racist asshole senator from South Carolina, Strom Thurmond, who was like 90 years old. Didn't he, didn't he die and when I, he was like 91, 92? And he was still like had his job because the dumb fucks in his district kept electing him. Like, well, we like him. Yeah, but he's completely feeble, uh, feeble of mind and body. Like, do you really want maybe want somebody who can like talk and think in there no we love strom he's always been in there this asshole stood for a day longer than a day speaking against black people having equal rights and he had a black (laughs) mistress that he had a kid with it turned out what a hypocritical one reason to not be racist is just to look at strom thurman and like how he turned out by by the end of his life he looked worse than the grandpa from texas chainsaw musical (laughs) Like, that's what happens when you have the shitty beliefs all your life. But uh, could you imagine, though? I mean, the, the guy lived long enough to see that, uh, obviously, black people did get civil, you know, civil rights. They won. They won. <laughs> they won over and so you, now dude. he gets to look back and say, okay, you have the world's record for the longest filibuster against civil rights. You're a fucking dick. Yep. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it, it, historically, people are going to look back and be like, yeah, Strom Thurmond, what an asshole. And I believe what, Ron Paul is still against the Civil Rights Act. On what grounds? Because he thinks that the federal government shouldn't be telling states what to do. But really, he's just a racist. <laughs> I mean, that's his explanation. <laughs> but he, just, he just doesn't like black people. Or Mexicans. Sounds like it. So I'm uh, sure he doesn't really like Jews either. He's very against banking, which is code for I hate the I Jews. I hate Jews. Yeah, exactly. So Wendy here wore these hot pink trainers made by Mizuno. And... uh They've reported a huge sales boom since her speech. Uh, it's kind of weird. This like product placement for a filibuster. Did you see these shoes? They're like just pink, hot pink running shoes. Yeah, I'm looking at the shoes. I'm not really a foot guy, so it doesn't excite me. I will say th- one thing about Wendy is in the past she had a perm, and uh, she should not go back to that look. I like her with the with the bed head, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, but this like sort of curly perm hair that she probably had maybe in like the early 90s. Uh, don't do that, Wendy. Stick with this straight thing you got going on. So there's been a uh, an, an outpouring of reviews here on Amazon.com for these shoes. So if you get a chance, go check out these uh, the Mizuno Women's Wave Rider 16 shoes on Amazon. <laughs> are, we, are they sponsoring us now or something? No, but this is funny. You can read these reviews because uh, some of these people who are like anti-abortion would write this. This guy wrote, this is a heck of a baby killing shoe. I've been pro-life all my life, but as I approached the box, these shoes came in. I felt like killing an unborn child. Is that supposed to happen? It made me feel weird and uncomfortable. So these are the type of shoes you, you, you wear when you kill babies. 
Another guy wrote, men, don't try these on. The Republicans will start controlling your genitalia. And then all these other people that are like, this woman uh, here, the ideal shoes for a female senator. The ideal shoe for a female senator who would like to raise her hand or have her voice be heard by her male colleagues. Good Lord. <laughs> I wonder what the shoe company feels about all this attention. Oh, they I, love it. Yeah, but what if, they, what if the CEO is like a pro-lifer? Oh, that'd be a problem. Yeah, I, I, wonder, I wonder how that happens. <laughs> Never wear my shoes again. You know what, though? All in all, Wendy Davis could probably pose in Hustler just wearing those shoes. If this whole, like, you See, know... See, a woman comes up and gets power, and, <laughs> and you just want her to go into penthouse. I'm just saying, if this whole thing, this whole, you know, foray into politics doesn't pan out for her, if she doesn't end up becoming, like, you know, staying a senator, if she gets outvoted <laughs> and she needs some money, I guarantee she could always pose in Hustler wearing those shoes. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Typically, the girls in Hustler don't have shoes on. Well, maybe they have high heels on. Not but sneakers, she could though. wear those shoes, and you would probably buy that Hustler, wouldn't you? Yes. Well, I would <laughs> find the pictures on the internet for free, but... But why not? Anyway, you know, my hat's off to Wendy Davis for championing the cause of uh, pro-choice. And my I, pants I, are off to her. I do wonder what's going to happen with this bill. I mean, but was it all for naught? Like, is Rick Perry going to end up passing the bill anyway? Because he's evil. Evil Rick Perry. Well, what's to stop her from just filibustering again? I don't know. Pooping? <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I don't really care enough about Texas politics to find out. But People, this is episode 387 here, Sick and Wrong. Um, you know the way the show works. Send us your stories, the most disturbing news items of the week. Wackley and I will discuss them here on the show. If we give you credit for that story, we'll send you a Sick and Wrong care package. Send your stories to Sick and Wrong Podcast, Hotmail.com. Submit them via Twitter or the Facebooks. Uh, Wackley, you know the best time to buy a dildo is uh, during the summer. Now. Right it's now. always a good time. But it's always a good time to buy one. But it's, it's, it's good to have a summertime dildo just when you, when you need one. Plus, your box is going to be a little dirtier during the summer because of the heat. So why not just like so You kind of want one of the summer and throw it out dildo. at the end. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, this is just a summertime dildo. Get one that's like it's green like a, or something. It's like a summertime romance, you know? You're just like, <laughs> we're just, it's not a serious thing. We're just dating for the summer. Who? Did you meet a guy? No, no, this dildo I bought. <laughs> My summer dildo. Yeah. It's good. You can write a song about it. Anyway, people, go to adamneve.com. Type in diddle when you check out, and you can get a discount on your summertime dildo. Here, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives, I've bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. So the first story we got here uh, came in from uh, Soapy Donuts. Soapy Donuts. 
writes, Hey, Mr. Simon, it's Soapy Donuts. Thanks again for having my mate Maisie on the show a few weeks back. Remember her, Maisie D? She was the porn star that was in Game of oh, Thrones. Oh, yes. All oh, right. She was This awesome. is her friend. Yeah, this is her friend that, suggest- that put me in contact with her. She was great. Interesting. I wonder what she thought of the Red Wedding. Do you think she was shocked and appalled? She seemed like the type of person who would have read the book. Yeah, you know, I was reading that a lot of the actors purposely did not read the book or the books. <laughs> well, because I've seen they interviews want- with them all, and they uh, they say that they're purposely not doing it, but I just think they're kind of lazy actors who don't like to read. Well, they said that their reasoning here for not reading the books is they didn't want to know if their character is going to be killed off or not. True, but because it would affect the way they you know portray that character. They portray the character exactly. But I guess I can buy that. But Maisie did strike me as a type of woman that would, you know, read the book while, you know, during a dogging session. Like she's just dogging and just reading the book. Dogging's going on. Gets a little bored. Takes I'd be a, break, a little mad if I met a girl for dogging and she's reading while, while we're in the act. <laughs> what like, she, uh, but I thought you're a Game of Thrones fan. Right. But there's a time and place. I guess. I mean, OK. What about in between dogging sessions? Sure. That's All fine. Right. That's, that's a good book to have recharging around. your loins. <laughs> so he writes, uh, anywho, I thought of this story and thought of you guys. The best part is when they ban the guy from ever owning porn again. It sounds, uh, sounds cruel. Uh, kind regards, Soapy. Yeah, cruel and unusual. It is cruel and unusual. What he's talking about here is a man who had sex with a sofa in public is spared jail but he's banned from ever owning pornography again. I and mean, where did this happen? This happened in uh, Wisconsin, Waukesha, Wisconsin. Waukesha, Wisconsin. How can a judge be so cruel? <laughs> I, how is that even feasible, number one? Yeah, but I mean, he might as well just cut off the man's hands. I mean, it's, it's a fate worse than death. Well, he, he, said, he said he likes to fuck couches. That's not going to stop him from doing that. Yeah, I guess you can still, if you had stumps, you could still fuck a couch. <laughs> but no, but, but I mean, how do you? I don't even know. Well, let you me might as well put a chastity this. belt on him. Well, or you might as well just castrate him. It's like how how can well. you enforce, you know, a, a ban from pornography? I mean, it's pornography is ubiquitous. I don't know. Well, let me and get then, on. And here. then what is classified as pornography? Yeah, well, go that's... move on, and then we'll get into that issue. So Gerard how, Streeter, how Gerard Streeter was spotted humping a discarded yellow couch on a street corner in Wisconsin by an off-duty policeman on a late-night jog. First of all, that's filthy. You don't know what's <laughs> gone on in that couch, and you're going to fuck it? Some random couch in the street? I don't even buy used couches. I think it's gross, because you know people fuck on couches. Yeah. There's, like, so many different human fluids on those couches. But finding one discarded on the street and just being like... That's what I don't understand. Like, the guy's walking by, he looks over, and he's just like, it's a sexy couch. I'm going to fuck the shit out of that you couch. You know what I haven't done for a while is fuck a couch. And there's a couch right there. I like how they say it's just a yellow couch, but is it like a, you know, is it a upholstered couch? Is it a leather couch? Is it, is it yellow or is it yellowed? Well, it's going to be yellowed after he's done with it. <laughs> it's unclear. You know what? This brings up another point, too. Because you're a jogger. And you jog at yeah. night, right? Well. Or early I mean, morning? It depends upon what. No, 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 no. People who exercise in the early morning are fuck faces. Yeah, but, uh, but that's. But it thing, just depends though. what time of year it is, whether it's dark or not. I guess but that's the thing: joggers always come across the strangest shit. Like you, the jo- joggers always come across 
corpses. Right. Well, the early morning ones typically is what's going Acts on. Acts of bestiality. People having Mountain sex lines. with couches. Is that what happened? A jogger saw him? Yeah, this guy, an off duty cop, was on a late night jog. And here he is. Comes across a guy having his way with a couch. The late night cop was probably trying to fuck the couch himself. <laughs> the jogging thing is a ruse. The couch was cheating on the cop. <laughs> well, it was occupied and he was mad. <laughs> Whatever he had to just wait. He's like, come on, hurry up. You're only yeah. allowed 15 minutes. What? Did you sign up on the sign-up sheet? <laughs> it's clearly my my slot. It's like waiting for a pool table. No pun intended. I got dibs next. Yeah, you put your quarter on it. So the 47-year-old man, Ger- Ger- Gerard Streeter, pled guilty to a public lewdness charge and was handed a five-month suspended sentence and placed on probation for a year. And another stipulation of the probation here. He's banned from possessing pornography of any kind forever. This is a good thought experiment. In order to pay 250 bucks in court costs. This is a good thought experiment. So he got a suspended five-month sentence, but he can never look at porn again. So supposedly if he would do the five-month sentence, he could then regain his right to look at porn? Supposedly, but... So what would you do? Well, that's... I mean, this kind of goes down to... This kind of falls along... The same lines of what we were just discussing. Like, how do you enforce the anti-pornography law? Like, is it going to be so strict that his face is in every porn shop in that county? So it's like, you know, if, as soon as you walk in, they're like, sorry, dude, I can't sell this porn to you. Yeah, but most people don't buy porn in porn shops. They get okay, it on the so internet, then, so how are you going to do that? Does he contact the, does, does the court contact the ISPs? And when he tries to log into ujiz.com or redtube.com, a screen comes up being like, sorry, pervert, you are not allowed here. <laughs> Could you imagine... Yeah, but then he could just sign up for a different ISP or, you know, get it, I, other, I wonder, get it on his phone through 4G. Well, I'm just wondering, like, to what lengths are they going to enforce this ban on pornography? I would guess zero. So then I would I would. I think it's a symbolic like, okay. ruling, and uh, they're going to ask him to self-police. And obviously, if the cops ever caught him looking at porn, then they have grounds to throw him in the slammer. Or buying porn, I guess, in public, but... But nobody does that anyways. <laughs> but do you think he's going to have a probation officer showing up and being like, I'm going to go through your history on your computer. I'm going to look at... Uh, nah. <laughs> they should do that, but well, they, they won't. He might. I mean, you know, the guy's obviously a, uh, a sex offender. Yeah, but... He like, rapes the couches. Guy, the, guy, the guy who had uh, that woman in his backyard and had her child like kidnapped there for 20 years. He was a, a sex offender with a probation officer, and they didn't even find her. Yeah, but he lived in the ghetto. This guy lives in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, real nice area. <laughs> okay, is this guy banned from going into, like, an art van furniture store? Why? Or a lazy boy? Oh, like, what happens if he walks in- right, I get it. <laughs> what, what happens if he walks into a lazy boy shop, like a lazy boy, like a place that sells lazy boy recliners? Well, they didn't say he's banned from couches. So he can go have sex with couches. But he's got to just use the theater of the mind for the rest of his life. <laughs> what about a sext? What about sexy texts? Is that porn when a girl that you're dating sh- sends you a picture of her own genitalia or her sexy bottom? Yeah, but what I, w- what I wonder about that, though, is do you think this guy, 47-year-old Gerard Streeter, who fucks couches, really has hot chicks sending him pictures of their vaginas? Well, we're talking about the rest of his life. He could reform from his couch-fucking ways. I wonder if she's sending pictures of the couch she just bought on Craigslist. And is that count? Is that count as sexting? <laughs> Maybe. Does she like? Does she write some sexy like narrative about the couch? 
can he read? I guess he can't even read pornographic books, huh? But or, the, can he, but can he goes, read Fifty Shades of Grey? But it so goes, now we're getting into the area of what is porn? You can't well, legislate it. That's what I'm saying. Like, what exactly is porn? Like for him, uh, porn is definitely more variable than it is for us. I mean, for for us, it's like buying a penthouse or a hustler. That would be porn. But for this guy, this guy can jack off to like. You know, a brochure. All right, from a all right. Couch you keep store. you keep coming back to this, and I'm going to have to shut it down. He's not uh, he's not attracted to the couch. How do you know? He might be a guy. He's that's fucking the couch because he's pretending that the crease between the cushions is a vagina. You he's have thinking no about a woman. idea what this guy. It's, it's much guy more off. plausible than what you're saying. So this thing where he's going to jack off at the fucking like. I can't even. I can't even. Like the IKEA. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Enough with that. Nobody's laughing. I'm saying anymore. people He's not fucking it for the ca- certain things. He's not fucking the couch for the sake of the couch. Remember the okay. Remember the guy that I guess like is in a relationship with his car. Yeah. Or the woman <laughs> with the bridges. Yes. But this but guy might talking, be. But that's not that. No, those are special cases. This is like a guy who is jacking off through the. I mean, when you fuck your hand, you're not sexually attracted to your hand. How do you know That's this what guy? He's doing. How do you know this guy might not be sexualizing the couch? Because it's much less likely that he's sexualizing the couch. Who walks around in public and sees a couch and starts to fuck it? Why wouldn't you Who go? Who walks home around and in public and jacks off in public? Well, why not? Not a lot of people are looking at porn on your phone. He doesn't have a car. I think this guy's a couch fucker. I think this guy's in a, he's one of those guys who objectifies objects, fetishes. Okay, so he watched too much Pee Wee's Playhouse as a kid or something. Cherry chair. That's probably porn to him. That's all he can get off. If he ever does get a girlfriend, she's going to have to put on a cherry chair outfit. <laughs> but, okay, but yeah, I guess this goes down to what is, uh, what is porn? Who knows? <laughs> I'm done with it now. You've worn me out with this thing where he's <laughs> fucking the couch because he <laughs> finds couches hot. <laughs> All right, here's what happened. Officer Edwards. <laughs> Does he go into the, you know, when you go to the doctor and you're like, and then, and either the doctor or maybe the nurse is a hot chick and you're like, you're like, fuck, I have a boner and now I'm about to get an examination. Is he, would he be attracted to just like the actual bench that you sit on? In the I don't doctor's think there's office? as many curves. Some of them are quite soft. They have the like padded top. Okay. Well, listen to, okay. Listen to what, what Officer Edwards found. So Officer Edwards was jogging. He reported seeing a subject leaning over the couch, facing down, and it looked like he was having sexual relations with someone on the couch. So the guy thought, okay, this dude's having sex in public with somebody. That's also illegal. Yeah, which is also, uh, which is also illegal. It's frowned but upon. It, he said he could see the male's hips thrusting up and down on the couch. You wonder how many positions you can have with the couch. It's really just it. You're just on top. <laughs> you, could put, you could put the couch on top of you, but... Be you painful. Might die. <laughs> yeah, it'd be painful. I'd, I imagine you're just pretty much putting your cock in between two cushions. Um, yeah, but there's lots of way. You know, you can you can kneel down in front of it. You can lay on top of it. Uh, you can do upside down. That's about it. Yes, but I mean, pretty much you're on top, thrusting down. Um, Edward said as he confronted the uh, uh, the furniture fornicator. A streeter jumped off the couch and ran away. And as the suspect fled, the police officer reported that he could see the defendant's penis was erect. I hate running with a boner. Doesn't that suck? (laughs) I can see it. I can see that it's erect. (laughs) Edwards also observed that there was no one else on the couch. 
and he believed Streeter had been thrusting his pelvic area against the cushions, trying to sexually gratify himself by rubbing his penis between the two cushions. This guy's perceptive. He's like Columbo. I believe that he was fucking the couch. That's my best guess <laughs> recreation of the situation. He's like Columbo. He's, like, yeah. he's just examining the couch. I, you know, he was definitely fucking this couch. I can tell. And another thing. And another. <laughs> Actually, there's nothing else. He was just fucking the couch. He was sticking his dick between the cushions of this couch. I can tell. There was no other person on this couch. Just him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the guy is just really horny. I just find it really weird. Just what goes, what's the thought process when you're in public and you see a discarded couch and you're like, I'm just going to use that to masturbate with. I mean, that's essentially what he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> as a person who doesn't fuck couches, even in the privacy of my own home, I don't know why you would want to do it in public. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. He I thought did. he thought that he obviously didn't think anybody was going to be jogging by. Well, it was late. It was like one a.m., and so he just <laughs> kind of just sits there and decides to just defile this couch. People who jog at that late at night are also assholes. By the way, <laughs> you ever at a bar? You're like outside smoking, and somebody's like fucking runs by exercising, but it's like eleven thirty at night. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Just like, come on, dick. Enjoy life. Have a beer. Right. You don't need to jog right now. It's 1130 at night. <laughs> Fat ass. It's the time for destroying your body, not improving it. Go have sex with a couch. <laughs> I, you know, I never once, even when I was a kid and I was really horny, I never once thought about doing that. Fucking the couch? Or my mattress in my bed or anything like that. Fruit. I mean, what's yes. the, what's the, okay, I was going to say, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done masturbatory wise I've read that someone fucked a cantaloupe and so I tried tried to do that one time yeah but it was cold it just felt weird (laughs) you're supposed to put it in the microwave you didn't read that you put the cantaloupe I guess you know I never thought about doing that but you can get it too hot and then burn your dick which would have been quite embarrassing to have to explain (laughs) to my mother but yeah you know I never really thought about like fucking couches it just never even (laughs) occurred to me but especially like a, a dirty slutty couch on the side of the road yeah you got to find a clean couch that you're, you know, you're in a loving relationship with. Yeah, no porn. Poor guy. I just don't, I think it's, I don't think it's going to be feasible. Yeah, we'll Once see. the judge dies, nobody's going to remember to check on this guy. But I wonder if it's just on his record forever. This guy yeah. is not allowed no porn to have for you. porn. No porn for you. Sorry, buddy. Anyway, what do you have here for the second story? I have a, a Chinese story. Somebody sent this to me, but I couldn't find what I think it was on Facebook and I can't find the post or the message or, and then I looked through Twitter. I can't find it on there. Nobody's emailed me, but whoever's it is, they can claim it when it wins. Uh, Chinese driving is not known for being great. Chinese Although who driving. is really? Yeah, but okay. Is it? You know, people always say that it's a stereotype that Asian drivers are the worst. But is it Chinese? Is it Japanese? Is it Korean? Or is it just all Asian drivers? But people say that shit. Like, the only people who can really drive are middle-aged white dudes, right? <laughs> yeah, like, young yeah. white dudes are too. They're fucking swerving all over and speeding. Well, you know, old, I, old people suck. I've had Asian some women, though, suck. 
I mean, I've had girlfriends that are better drivers than me. Uh, I've had some that have been all right, but we're talking about you know the like averages here and the bell curve. Mexican people cannot drive; they don't give a fuck. There's shit flying off their car. Yeah, their cars are ter- are just like in horrible shape. You don't want to get hit by a Mexican because you know a Mexican doesn't even have car insurance. I can't say a lot about black people driving. Well, they're <laughs> angry drivers of. usually. They're very angry. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't cut off a black Road person. Rage. Jesus Christ, get black shot. Guys, yeah. Uh, what other races are there? <laughs> Up there. But, but everyone people. says you don't typically see uh, Indian people driving. You know, I don't mean Native to, I, Americans. I don't mean to be racist here. I don't want to say that I'm racist, but I'm just making an observation here. I live in a community. There's a lot of Asians. Thai town, Hollywood. Right. And so you see, like you know, the worst driver, the driver that's driving on the on on you know Hollywood Boulevard going 17 miles per hour. It's an old Asian slow. lady. It's an old Asian woman. And it's yeah. just like, you know, when the, the car's like, oh, God, 17 miles an hour. And then you look over and you're like, oh, fuck, it's an old Asian lady. And you just know she's just a, a horrible driver. Her car's swerving. She's just yeah, I live right aware. next to Chinatown in Oakland. So the same thing. It's the same and thing. They, they're and always triple parking in front yeah. of the Asian fruit market. I mean, it's a stereotype, but it's true. I mean, it's just you, you see. I've, I've experienced it many times, almost every they day. Have 50, they have 57 stuffed animals in the back dash. Of well, their you, car for you, some reason. You don't have to notice, too, a box of Kleenex. A box of Kleenex, Why? exactly. Why? What do they do with it? I was on the highway just yesterday, and I look over at this woman that's trying to merge next to me. And she's driving her car, but she has the inflatable neck pillow on. So how could what she see fuck? her blind spots? What's, why? Why do, you, why do you need a neck pillow to drive? You're not on a plane. You're, You're not, not on a taking, plane. No. I, I, I hold people even on the plane with that thing on in contempt. But you're driving your car down the highway and you have a neck pillow on? Come on. You look like an idiot. So it's, you know, it's kind of like when it's someone that has a seat donut because they're hemorrhoids. Well, that's a medical issue. I know, but I mean, it's the same kind of thing. You still look like an idiot. <laughs> okay. If you're in a really tall car next to them and you can see the donut under their ass, that's implausible. No, but I'm saying I've seen people on... Would you just be like belittling your dad while you're in the car with him? Dad, you stupid fucking hemorrhoid pillow. David. I told you about making fun of my, my hemorrhoidal pillow. Dad, quit straining so hard when you make a bowel movement. Well, you should have told me that before. <laughs> Too late now. <laughs> or I guess maybe Jeffrey needs one for obvious reasons. Yeah, well, Jeff calls them speed bumps. <laughs> he just deals with it like a man. I don't need no pillow. But yeah, though, Asian women, old Asian, I'm saying like a senior citizen that's Asian you know, more often than not, a very frightening driver. And it's scary to be on the road alongside them. Well, this happened in China, and she's 41 years old. Her name is, her last name, they only give last names, and her last name is Lin. So in China, I mean, everybody drives the same. Maybe, oh, there's a white person living there, and they hate him, they think he drives like a dick. I would be so, I would be so angry driving in China. <laughs> I don't think I could ever deal with it. I mean, mentally, yeah. I think I would fracture my brain. Isn't dri- I've never driven in a foreign country besides Canada. It isn't driving in most foreign countries just a nightmare because nobody respects any sort of rule of law. Yeah, you look at, what, what is it, uh, Germany with the Autobahn? Yeah, like they're just speeding around. They're in their like, Mercedes-Benz Nazi sleds. And uh, in England, they're on the, they don't even get on the right side of the road. Like, what the fuck? I remember my mother, when uh, we lived in South Africa... 
She never really fully grasped the whole they drive on the other side of the road. So she would sometimes just be driving the other lane. Or, or later on, she would be speeding and she'd get pulled over and be like, I'm an American. We're not used to driving on this side of the road. And it's like, you know, miss, you're going like 30 miles over the speed limit. Wow. But, she, you know, she would say, she was like, well, it's because you drive on the other side of the road. And sometimes you yeah, get off from it. It doesn't you know? make any sense. You know, my dad used to always have a rabbi card. Like he'd pull out the rabbi card and be like, well, I have to get the services. I'm a rabbi. And that worked for him. Nice. Yeah. It's pretty slick. I'm going to make up. I can just make one of those cards. It's not like cops actually know what they look like, right? Well, he would, he would get pulled over. And usually he'd pull out the rabbi card. And then he'd look at him and just wave his hand and be like, I was not speeding. And then they would just be like, okay, you're not speeding, rabbi. Shabbat shalom. The Jewish mind trick? Judai. Yeah. <laughs> I know your dad was quite a, he was a fan of the, of the peppy cars. He did like cars, cars and a bit of pep. Certainly did. <laughs> but he lived in Michigan, so he, just, he was always driving domestic American automobiles by GM. He's big fan of the GM cars. He's a big fan of the Monte Carlo. But then he got the Prius, remarkably. He did, yeah. That was kind of weird. Now you have the Prius. <laughs> You're I not do. speeding anywhere. What are you, who are you kidding? Me? No, I drive like an elderly Asian woman. <laughs> you have much choice with the Prius. <laughs> Moving on to the story. She was doing something that all races do that I hate. She was fucking backing into the parking spot. <laughs> who the fuck are you that you need to back? You're not a rabbi. You don't need to, like, get anywhere quickly. When you're trying to leave the parking or a lot, surgeon. Like, wh- why do people back up into a parking spot? I don't. They think it's fancy or something. I hate like, when oh, people I, do that. Then when I leave, I just have to pull straight out. Yeah, but it's taking you five times as long to park your car because you're trying to fucking back into it. And I got to wait for you to move your car around into position so you can back into it. Yeah, that's so when annoying. I. That's when I truly <laughs> earn my moniker of a honky. <laughs> <laughs> That's happening. <laughs> Park your fucking garbage. I've always thought that's why they call, like, black people call white people honkies. Yeah, we're always irritated in the car and honking. And just honking because we have, like, we have zero patience because we're just white and so wound up. I don't like these uh, shenanigans and wasting time. Yeah. Okay? God, I'm busy. Got it. Shit. I got to get somewhere. And this guy's wasting my time. That's yeah, hey, white people. If they didn't want people to honk, they wouldn't put this horn in the car. <laughs> and then meanwhile, the black guy's just in there. Like, I got that honky to honk eight times. You hear that? <laughs> it's a eight game. Eight times. It's a game. <laughs> She's like, wow, I got a honky to honk 20 times the other day. We're at Taco I Bell. Think, I think this Asian woman is wealthy because she's driving a Lexus RX 270 SUV, which I would assume is hard to come by in, in China. Where there's a lot of poverty, but there's the, some of these people, you know, the cream has risen to the top of Chinese society and you can afford this nice car. She's married and her husband was helping her practice backing into this uh, garage parking, like, an, uh, like a parking garage, underground parking spot. They had a slot there, which also has to cost a lot of money. Private slot with, a, with its own little garage door. That being said, I'm trying to say there's a big wall next to her, their spot, right? So there's a wall on the one side, and then there's a car on the other side. She's backing in. Exactly. Okay. And her husband is standing behind the car, <laughs> in between the back wall and the car. God, what is this, this guy, is a daredevil? Stupid. Is this guy Johnny Knoxville, just flirting with be, death? He's got to be kind of smart if he's, you know, somehow acquired this nice job and life and wife. And let me mention a six-year-old kid in okay. China 
but he, maybe he's just one of those guys who has no common sense. All I got to say is I would rather swim in an ocean without a shark cage, like with a great white and a great white like breeding area. You know, you know when they chum the water and the great whites come out? I would rather yeah. be you would just in dive the water. Right into that naked no, I'd rather be lowered into out. the water in a shark, without a shark cage than to stand behind the car of an elderly Asian woman backing into a parking spot. <laughs> Once again, she's 41. Just, okay, but anyway, I'm just saying, it's like this guy's flirting with death. Yes. Well, not only flirting, he's actually dead now <laughs> because <laughs> she backed up too far and pinned him against the wall, at which point he wasn't dead but was screaming. Lynn stuck her head out the window upon hearing her husband scream and accelerated in an attempt to move forward. But what does an Asian woman do when she thinks she's going to accelerate forward? She forgot to change gears from reverse to drive. Oh, man. Which is kind of like another thing that shitty drivers do of all stripes is they go to slam on the brakes and they slam on the gas instead. And then they drive their car through the front of the 7-Eleven. Yeah, that happens. And usually it's an older and well, it's probably a senior citizen, but more often than not, an Asian senior citizen. True. So it not only killed him, but killed him instantly. But also, remember when I said she stuck her head out the window when she heard her husband scream? And remember I said there was a big wall right next to the parking spot? <laughs> so when she had her head out the window and sped backwards, her head got stuck between the car and the wall. The rescue team arrived soon after... But this lady died from sustained injuries in a nearby hospital. Was she decapitated? Basically. So she <laughs> not completely because they did if she was completely decapitated, you would think that the they wouldn't even bother taking her to the hospital. Maybe to the morgue. But they did try to sew her head back on, but it didn't work. The couple's six year old daughter saw the entire tragedy unfold from inside her car seat inside the car. Oh, you, oh my god, could you imagine? Talk about a future serial killer. They had a here's another typical this is a typical Chinese husband dad type thing a sore uh, there was a a friend of the family or somebody else who lived in the building named Yang and this person said that Lin had successfully parked in the space once before that day I should mention that this lady just got her driver's license in May which is why she's doing all this practicing parking shenanigans but she'd successfully parked in the space once before that day. But her husband asked her to do it again because she needed the practice. <laughs> Honey, uh, you need practice parking. Let's go back down to the parking structure in basement of a high-rise condo. God, he's like a, he's like a tiger dad. Tiger husband. Mm-hmm. Tiger Terrible. husband. Tiger husband. And they also you know, they decided to bring the six-year-old down to participate in the parking practice. Could you imagine now the kid's going to be scarred for life. Strapped to your chair, covered in your mother's blood, while hearing your dad screaming from being crushed. His guts laying out on the parking structure. And you can't get out of the chair because you're, like, strapped in there. strapped in. Yeah. Six years old. Yeah. You you ever see the movie Audition? What's that guy's name? Takashi Miki? Oh, maybe I have. Yes. Yeah. This girl. This girl. No, but I'm just saying this girl is going to be the main character. If you've seen the movie. Oh, she's going to grow up. Yeah. And she's going to grow up to be a complete psychopath. I mean, you watch your, your, I mean, and not to mention, these guys, this lady is probably goes down, is going to be heralded as the worst Asian driver of all time. Not wow. only did she kill of her Of the hu- year. Of the year. Let's be real. How can you beat this? She, she killed her husband and killed herself in front of her daughter with her car. How does that even uh, happen? You just kill a third person. There, you topped it. <laughs> That'll happen sooner or later. 
I guess it's just the odd. It's pretty they, bad. You're right. You're right. It's it's, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of unfathomable how something like this can happen. China probably has pretty good orphanages for six year old girls that are orphaned, right? I, I imagine. <laughs> I don't know. What What do you find? What do you find? Who would you prefer to drive next to? A sixteen year old girl who just got her license, or I thought you were going to say just Asian broke up woman. with her boyfriend. Well, either one. Sixteen-year-old girl who just got her just, her license, just bawling, or she's on Facebook, sixteen-year-old girl. Yeah. Or would you rather have an eighty-year-old Asian woman? The thing about the eighty-year-old Asian woman, as you pointed out, they're driving twenty-two miles an hour, so you can get away from them very quickly. So maybe that. Yeah, and I guess this uh, the the sixteen-year-old you know teen you can't even see because her eyes are filled with tears. As she's, like you said, on Facebook and Twitter Mascara and Instagram. Just running down her face. And she's like, meanwhile, Instagramming a picture of her, like, just sad. H- hormones raging. Yeah. And she's going, like, 70 miles an hour. She doesn't know how to drive. She's I think had, that might be. She's had 12 sugar-free rock stars that day. Yeah. I think that's scary. That's worse. I think that's worse. I think that's worse than the. The saving grace there is that girl will grow out of it and just become a normal, shitty, you know, white, middle-aged lady t- driver. <laughs> yeah, whereas the eighty-year-old uh, Asian lady probably gonna drive into a Seven Eleven sometime. Yeah, what they do up here recently? Ticking time bomb. What they do up here recently is is they just drive off the road right into the bay and die. <laughs> That's happened like three times over the past couple of years. All one Asian just women? recently, like elderly uh, Asian. Women? I don't know. She, she one was an uh, maybe an Indian lady. You know, like dot, <laughs> like Asian Indian. And uh, I don't, the recent one, they didn't say. They just said she was diabetic, and they think she like went into diabetic shock and just drove into the bay, died. <laughs> minivan. <laughs> Took him forever to get the minivan out of the bay. Survival of the fittest drivers. <laughs> I guess that's the way it works. Anyway, uh, people, send your story to Podcast at ahamil.com. Uh, we got to get to some phone calls here. 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh, before we get to our first phone call, here's a word from our sponsor, audible.com. Uh, people, you can buy audiobooks right now, also using the coupon code DIDDLE. Uh, why read a book this summer? You know, everyone always says that because it's summer. It's like, we got a summertime reading. Got to read books over oh, the summer. I just want a light book for the beach. Yeah. You know, as I read it on the beach, no, nothing too big, nothing too intense. How, how, come they, how come there isn't wintertime re- reading? Like, people just don't read in the winter? <laughs> I think the implication is you're supposed to read more serious books in the wintertime. So, light airy type of summertime fiction <laughs> i think this convention came about when people actually read books you know like the <laughs> average person would read books throughout the year but now people just don't fucking read at all so well you know really what Wacky, you don't need to read when you have an audiobook you can listen all right so go listen to the books that's what you should do go listen to game of thrones go to audible.com and uh find your book click on diddle or type in diddle when you check out you know what? Whatever. Here, listen to this uh, promo. <laughs> <laughs> I even forgot it. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. Every night with my star friends. So we got a few phone calls here to stick around hotline. Uh, people, you can call the hotline at 206-666-3846. Uh, this first call here is uh, from someone we haven't heard, of, heard from in a while. I was wondering what was going on with this guy. Uh, you don't remember this, dude. 
up, sick and wrong? Otherwise known as D and Lance. I know you're gonna make fun of me there. Fuck you guys. <laughs> it's Big Papa Smurf again. I love this guy's voice. He's got that perfect draw, like that southern draw. Big right. Papa Smurf again. <laughs> anyway, Punk. it's been a while since we heard from him. I wonder if Big Papa... A Pop- long time. Do you think Big Papa Smurf is like, when he talks to his friends, I'm really into podcasts. There's two honkies, <laughs> D and Lance, they do this podcast. It's great. No, I bet he hides it. <laughs> wait, you, wait, you lose your gangster credibility when you listen to podcasts? Yeah. Yeah, I imagine you do. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we pleasantly surprised. Jail, nigga. Did you hear that? He's in jail. I got a story about how I was in there, though. One day, oh, one of the pecker woods called one of the blacks a nigga. Oh. oh. Fighting Instead words. Instead of us fighting him, I had a better idea. So I got every every black guy in the tank to shave their heads. And we started calling ourselves the foreskins. <laughs> and the guys would scream, foreskins? And I'd go into a high Hitler salute and I'd say, uncircumcised? <laughs> I know it may not be that funny to you. It's oh, it's funny. That's <laughs> pretty funny. I like how he won the day with humor. Papa Smurf signing out. Slit your wrists and drink bleach hose. I hope you die. Fuck <laughs> right now. I think he's super baked. What? Do you, how about you? Yeah, no, he said I'm high as fuck right now there. But uh, what did he say? Drink some bleach, slit your wrists, and die. Yeah. Oh, that's not. It's just. It's friendly. Hell of a salutation there. Um. So, we, so he, one of the guys would be like, four skins, and the other guy would be like, uncircumcised, and it was like, that was their chant. It's call and response. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine that was the, originated uh, by African Americans, right? Is it? Was it? I don't know. <laughs> I <guess laughs> Where did that come church. from? <laughs> I think yeah. it is. This the is one of my other un- unresearched factoid. The call and response tactic was originated by uh, African Americans. Oh, I mean, it's a musical thing, and, and I think they did it in church. Well, is it kind of like, you know, that the whole, like, you know, the roof is on fire, and then they'd be like, we don't need no water, let the motherfucker burn, like that kind of thing? I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> it sounds like it, though. It's like with like, what you just said. He'd go, four skins, and they go, uncircumcised. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's a four. Here. It's a form of spontaneous verbal and nonverbal interaction between speaker and listener in which all of the statements, calls, are punctuated by expressions, responses from the listener. In African cultures, call and response is a pervasive pattern of democratic participation. Public gatherings, discussion of civic affairs, religious rituals, vocal and instrumental musical expression. So this is African. This is an African tradition, not even African American. It says. It started back in the old country. Back in the uh, in Mother Africa, so I wonder what the Peckerwoods thought of this. They're completely Scary. being yeah no, no, but I mean they're being ridiculed. That's great. Not only that, they're, he's ridiculing them. They're, he's ridiculing their shaved heads, and he's ridiculing their their Ziegheils. Right. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Making fun of the Fuhrer. <laughs> 
<laughs> the foreskins. I wonder if they were like a feared gang of black guys as well. You know, he should start a band, the foreskins. A punk band, like a like a one of those skinhead punk bands. Right. It'd be great. But they're all black. And they're all black. They should get like a Jewish drummer. <laughs> they're like a black they skinhead just do, band. They just do uh What's the fuck? What's a skit? Like screwdriver cover songs? Yeah, but did you ever hear uh, that band Jew Driver that did like they they did like Jewish friendly versions of screwdriver songs? God, the Jews always take my ideas. Yeah, no, that well, that band's a Bay Area band. They're Jew oh, Driver. They? I remember. Are they good or is it just kind no? Of they're actually pretty decent. They come from some other bands, but I'm thinking this guy could do the same thing. You ever heard that band uh, Black Fag? No, it's, it's another, <laughs> another Bay Area band. Black. Yeah. But Based it's all like uh, four black gay guys, and they do uh, they're they, you know they do black flag songs. And, right, uh, black, black flag. flag was never particularly anti-gay. No, no, they weren't. Still, they, and they, still they, a good they, idea. Well, they're just riffing on the name. But th- these guys, the foreskins, could come out and they could totally just make fun, just ridicule all skinhead punk bands. Yeah, like the real skinheads who also, are Also, do it in the style of, of a barbershop quartet. <laughs> Acapella and wear the like the barbershop outfits, but still have their black shaved heads. I don't know if that would sell, but maybe. Who knows? Anyway, uh, good hearing from you, Big Papa Smurf, and uh, stay out of the pokey, man. Do you think it Big sucks. Papa Smurf goes and sees the Smurf movies because there's a new one coming out? I wonder if he finds those racist. <laughs> Against blue people? There aren't any black Smurfs. There's purple ones now. Have you seen this? No, I haven't called, seen that. Who are and the they're called, And they're called the Naughties because Gargamel invents these bad Smurfs and he calls them the Naughties. Like, who the fuck wrote that? Come on. Do the Naughties have the same rights as the regular Smurfs? I don't know. There's one. There's just two of them. There's the dumb one and then there's the chick. Is there a 90-year-old Senator Naughty who will stand for... <laughs> Oh, wait, no, 90-year-old Senator Smurf who will filibuster for 24 hours against like, rights for the naughties? Against the naughties? Maybe Gargamel. Maybe that's who Gargamel is. But what a stupid idea. Why, why do they have to invent an antagonist? Don't they? Isn't Gargamel the antagonist? If you had to invent an antagonist, and you couldn't have found a better name than the naughties? It's a, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's well, insulting well, to children, well, in fact. Yeah, I mean, or so wait, and now are kids supposed to buy the Naughty Dolls? Oh, come on. Do you think they're trying to sell toys? Of course. God, it's just pandering. Philip Seymour Hoffman, or not Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, it's uh, Philip Seymour the Hoffman. Gay one. The, is he the, the Smurf Who's voice? Who's the gay one with the three names? The, the gay actor with the three names? <laughs> yeah, he's in uh, How I Met Your Mother or whatever the hell that sh- dumb show is called. Never mind. Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Yeah, it's uh, Doogie Howser. Okay, Doogie Howser, yeah, why didn't I just say that? Is he well, a naughty? That's all, that's all I have to say about the Smurfs this week. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Big Papa Smurf is just like, man, why are they making another Smurf movie? That's bullshit. I bet she's not happy about should... it. No. Well, it. maybe he is, though. It, it's sort of... His personal brand is rising in the common parlance. Yeah, possibly. Uh, here's the uh, second story. This is about uh, a gunshot. Hey, fuckers. Um, this is uh, Skepticon or Taco. Baco. I'm calling uh, with a little anecdote story uh, from a friend of mine in Puerto Rico. I feel safe to 
talk about it now since I'm no longer living there and they don't speak English. Um, yeah, I don't think we have that many Puerto Rican fans, do we? There aren't a lot of Puerto Ricans on the West Coast. Virtually none. It's more of a New York thing and Puerto Rico, obviously, and probably Florida. But uh, there aren't any on the – I don't know of a single Puerto Rican. Yeah, but this guy could West be Coast. calling from New York. Right. But I'm, I, what was your question? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> saying, do we have that many Puerto Rican fans? Like, he's nervous that, you know, telling this story, cause, but he doesn't live in Puerto Rico anymore. But also, Puerto Ricans don't speak English, so they probably are not going to hear him. Tell Is him he story. Puerto Rican? Sounds like it. It seems like Paco or something. He's, <laughs> he's from Puerto Rico. I would say we have a very low... Uh, number of Puerto Rican listeners just based on a wild as a guess. Safe bet. Um, it was a shady situation. The guy was moving some gear, if you know what that is. Yeah. Um, and uh, he fucked the the big, you know, the big boss over. Um, they came to the really bad neighborhood where he was dealing and Okay, okay. So this this almost sounds like an episode of The Wire here. These guys are slinging some gear, probably. Oh, what? gear. I yeah. thought he said beer. <laughs> beer. <laughs> I was like, who cares? What, this is like, yeah, a back alley beer operation well, I thought, here. Well, I thought maybe they're trying to steal it off the back of a truck or out of somebody's garage. But gear. Heroin. Would you buy illicit beer from somebody who's just like, I got a box of beer here? To be honest, probably. <laughs> <laughs> if I was walking through the neighborhood and it was really hot, somebody's like, hey, you want to buy a beer? I'd be like, yeah, I do. Is it cold? Wackily Not if been, it was warm. Would you have been a beer dealer back in Prohibition times? A probably. bootlegger? <laughs> I don't think you make a lot of money dealing beer. You got to move on up to the whiskey. Yeah, to be making whiskey in your bathtub. But anyway, so this guy's talking gear. So he's saying like heroin. This is like yeah. they're they're dealing smack. And what happened is some guy screwed over the big boss man. So he must have stole a bunch. Of, this is sounds like an this episode is a of the much Wire. different story now. The higher stakes are in play. Yeah, because he could just go buy some more beer somewhere. I don't think it's. I don't, it's I don't not think, even illegal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to get. And uh, two guys shot him in his leg. One of his legs, he got a couple bullets in one, one in the other, and um, took his legs out. You know, the, it all came about because the guy didn't have a leg, and I asked him where that happened, and you know. <laughs> uh, right, excuse me, sir. I've noticed you don't have a leg. When he says he doesn't have a leg, both legs are gone, or like you don't have a right leg. I think he's one missing. Of, you don't have one of your one. a legs is gone. I think he's missing a limb, but are you supposed to... He doesn't to, have a leg to stand on. Are you, suppo- <laughs> are you supposed to ask an amputee, like, hey, so what happened to your arm? No. You're supposed to just pretend like nothing is, is abnormal at all. Even when you're having sex with one? Maybe at that point. <laughs> Pillow talk. So, anyways, what did happen to your leg? I noticed a- you have a peg leg, and you're not a pirate. So what, what exactly happened here? It's not even a big deal to lose your legs anymore. You can, like, run in the Olympics still. Hey, you shoot get, your wife in the face. <laughs> you get one of those really cool... I, I think they're becoming hip now. Those, like, really cool-looking, like... What are those things? They look like those a ski. blades. Yeah. yeah, those blades. Like You can, you wear, can even ski. You can see people skiing with no legs. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can have a blade. You don't know why, because we've, we fought this fucking war, and all these, these kids go over there, and they get their legs blown off, and now they're coming back, and we're like, well... 
Maybe we should develop an artificial limb that actually works and isn't just a stick like in pirate times. <laughs> or like a or, or a what are those blades made out of? Fiberglass? Carbon fiber? Is that what you're going for? <laughs> Whatever. Fiberglass. Oh, well, it looks like a fiberglass. I, I'm a scientist from the 1970s. <laughs> we'll make it out of fiberglass. <laughs> it's the newest material we have. <laughs> like you wouldn't buy a fiberglass looking uh, leg with like flames on it or something. My dad had a fiberglass canoe. Yeah, I I mean, it would work for a limb anyway. So this guy goes out. He's, this guy's rude. He goes up to this dude and's like, "Hey, what happened to your leg?" And the dude tells him he got shot. They didn't just fuck. What I come yeah. find out, um, they had specifically made it so that he would lose his leg because um, the bullets. Um, they found out at the hospital he had a big infection. It had only been like an hour. Um, what had happened is they had somehow incorporated candle wax. And chicken shit, actual chicken shit. Um, you know, with the candle wax yeah. and mix it, in, whatever, and um, into the bullets or outside, you know, whatever. I'm I'm not really sure how it all happened, but somehow they had done something like that, and it tainted when they, the round. Yeah, but how do you do that? Do you coat the bullet in chicken shit and wax? Doesn't doesn't make any sense. Do you put it well, on they're the probably tip of the hollow bullet? point. They're probably hollow point bullets, and they put some wax and chicken shit in the tip. God, that's devious. Never would have thought of doing. I think I've like heard that. of this. Yeah, chicken shit. Know. Why chicken shit? Because it's highly infectious. I Why guess. not human shit? Which, well, in this, you know, this puts the lie. You know, I my whole body should be just racked with the disease because vegans tell me that you know if I go eating KFC, there's chicken shit all of, up in the food, which must not be true. Yeah, but that, okay, but that, you're digesting that. You have bacteria oh. that's breaking that down. I don't really know how my body works. <laughs> yeah, but if you get shot in the <laughs> leg with chicken do shit, doesn't it just immediately infect your blood? It gets into the muscle tissue, I guess. I imagine. Up, but, up on the bone. You know, I was, I was watching one of my favorite shows. It's called Lock Up. You ever watch Lock Up? I've seen a couple. There's a bunch of those types of shows, right? I think I've seen it, yeah. Lockup makes me feel good. I mean, obviously, you You're know, I don't... in jail. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like, you know, obviously, I don't live the most desirable life. And, I, and, I'm, and you know, I'm not... But it, when I, yeah, but when I watch that show, I'm like, holy shit, my life is so much better than that guy's life. Jesus Christ. Anyway, right. they were interviewing this guy who used to say his only way... Like, he was this... He was this really mean, old, grizzled black man, and he's been in there for years. He's a lifer. And he was saying he just loved wouldn't have Wouldn't know any other life. But yeah, but he, life his, his whole purpose was to fuck with the screws. And that's, the he's bowls. like, I want to make these, these prison guards, he's like, I want to make their life horrible every single day. So every day he would just come up with a new way to like make them rue their existence. And just, he's like, what are they going to do, kick me out? And so one of the things he did is he would have all the – he'd get a bucket and he'd have all the people like in his cell block take a shit in it. And then he would take light bulbs and he would smash the light bulbs so there would be a mixture of just shit and broken and up glass. pieces of light yeah. Yeah, and glass in it. And so when the guards would come around, he would just grab a handful of it and just throw in their face. So then their face was cut up and then there would be shit, human shit, and that would give them like uh, you know, yeah. hepatitis. Yeah, you think they'd take away his bucket privileges. <laughs> Why does he have a bucket? <laughs> well, you know what they gave... I think what happened is he did that... 
they took away the bucket, but then they put him in solitary for like two years because of it. Yep. So he was like in the hole for like two years. And so then he stopped doing the, I think he called it glassing is what he called it. <laughs> but I, yeah, I'm just, I mean, this, this whole chicken shit on a bullet, I never would have thought of doing that. But I, then again, I never would have thought about sticking a light bulb in a bucket of shit either. There's a lot of things I wouldn't think of because it just doesn't come up in my daily existence. They're creative. I, I just wonder if you're in prison, Wackerly, or if you're a drug slinger in Puerto Rico, what you'd be doing. <laughs> Dumb and, um, you know, they lose multiple bullet wounds. And, um, yeah, that's how he got infected and lost his leg. And some other shit happened that I can't really talk about, but this is too specific. But, uh, anyways... Just thought it was a pretty sick and wrong story, and uh, hope I don't get a fucking case down for saying this. Uh, later. What did he say? He was hoping he doesn't get shot down for saying this? What did he say? Something like that. God. You know, I think the chances of this Puerto Rican... You're not Rican... supposed to fucking spread around rumors from the Puerto Rican mafia. I know that much. I don't think Puerto Rican gangbangers are sick and wrong fans, but maybe. You never know who listens to the show. I don't know, but, uh, but people are probably learning a new technique here. Put uh, <laughs> shit, chicken shit, and wax in your in your bullets now when you go and uh, and do a right. drive by. The kids today love doing that. It's adding new, insult new to trend. injury. Yeah, God, you know we have we have some like real convicts. This is like some serious stuff. You know, we get these phone calls. It's not all just like shit stories and giggles. You know, here on Sick and Wrong, sometimes we have Although some. Serious... Most of them have shit involved. Like the most stories one. do involve shit. Most phone calls that we do, but most anecdotes usually involve shit. And I do have a few shit stories I purposely chose not to play this week. But um, Saving them up for the special annual all shit story all shit, show. All shit segment of Sick and Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Sick and Wrong classic shit story. Stay tuned next week. We have, uh, we have like several of them. Anyway, people, call the signal on hotline, 206-666-3846. Uh, you, you know, we always say uh, go to iTunes and listen to the show, but you know that does help us out, and uh, we're going to say it again ad nauseum here on the show. Go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong. Uh, give us a comment. Rate the show. Subscribe. It helps us out. You know, people, Most people listen to podcasts through iTunes, so that is the, the, the main source of podcast information. Although, uh, what, what, there are other podcast aggregators. People say Stitcher is a big one. You ever heard of Stitcher? I have heard of it. You use that one? I, I know. I hear so much online. And then I go there, and it's just unclear to me how the hell it even works. Like, I just tried to start using Spotify this week. And I, I'm just baffled by it. I'm like, I don't know how, I don't understand this at all. What I don't understand about I just Spotify, want to listen to a song and I couldn't figure it out. What I don't get about Spotify is how it's legal. Like, how, how come the artists aren't up in arms about it? I think they pay them some pittance. Oh, really? Is that it? Just, yeah. I mean, why yeah. would an artist choose to do that? Because it's better than people just stealing the music, which is what they would do otherwise. I guess. I mean, but yeah, but they, they have. Nothing. I mean, it's amazing what, uh, what uh, Spotify offers. But anyway, you have to yeah. explain to me how it works one of these days. Luddite. But people, go to, go to iTunes. Do a search for Sick and Raw. Subscribe to the show. Uh, you can check us out on uh, SoundCloud, where I'm at now, and uh, Stitcher. A lot of different ways to get your Sick and Wrong fix. Uh, t-shirts. T-shirts. I'm working with a fan right now who's, uh, who's, who's generously giving us his time to uh, make uh, some Sick and Wrong tea designs. We're going to have all these new T-shirts coming up very soon. We're going to have one that we're going to be selling on our site. 
Uh, me and Wackerly are arguing over the final print of it, um, but it's going to be cool. And, it's a, uh, a debate that will go down in the ages. Yes, we're, we're, we're doing some rock, paper, scissors right now. And uh, yeah, we're going to have some other new shirts on the Cafe Press store. And uh, right now, you know, I did that uh, Bob, Madig- Madig- Bob Madigan tribute shirt, the Sick Renan shirt. So you can go buy that. It's really basic. It's just hot pink, Sick, and- Sick Renan on a gray T-shirt. I, I think Bob would be proud. One. Yeah, I think Bob would be proud. The beginning of the show. It's good. You're going to look cool. Maybe you'll have Yeah, to I, I actually don't want people to buy it because I want to be the only cool guy with that shirt. You know, that's the most ad- – that's, that's a typical attitude. People that buy Sigurong t-shirts. <laughs> anyway, go to SigurongPodcast.com slash store for Sigurong Apparel. Uh, Sigurong Song of the Week uh, was sent in by Brian the Masshole, who wrote an interesting story. Uh, shared an interesting story about uh, one of his beloved folk heroes, Whitey Bulger. Uh, he says, on last week's show, you guys discussed Whitey Bulger. And I want to confirm that among Bostonians of that era, he's indeed a beloved folk hero. Which is something Wackerly pointed out, that he was kind of, he had this like Robin Hood-esque type of image amongst, uh, like he would steal or murder and rob other gangsters. Yeah. So uh, Brian here shares an anecdote about his aunt. He says, my aunt, who is a fine, upstanding Catholic and elementary school teacher, not the type to be impressed by gangsters. She tells the story of driving to a deli in an unfamiliar neighborhood in the 70s. And finding a free space right in front of the door in an otherwise full parking lot. She parked there, went in, and when she came back out, there's a big black Cadillac idling behind her car. The window rolled down, and holy fuck, it's Whitey Bulger. She had parked in his reserved spot, Whitey Bulger's parking space. Apparently, every business he frequented held their best spot open for him at all times. Fortunately... My aunt was hot as shit at the time, so she got off with a warning. <laughs> had to give him a blowjob. These handy. hot women, they get everything in life. Every time she tells the story, she gets a little gleam in her eye and gets all flustered and excited as if it were JFK that she had run into in that black Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> so was he a remorseless killer who ruled with an iron fist? Absolutely. But he kept the Italians from extorting businesses in Irish neighborhoods. And I guarantee you, there were no crusty punks with fuck you, give me a dollar signs on Whitey Bolter's turf. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you also neglected to mention that when he was arrested, he had the kind of arsenal that could only mean that even at 83 years old, he was planning to go out in true gangster style. A world-class bloodbath. I didn't know about that. Did you know about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had all his guns in his Santa Monica apartment. Wow. Like I said, there's tons of stuff that we couldn't cover because it's just, there's too much. Yeah. Interesting guy. On a completely unrelated note, I'd like to nominate this gem for Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. I Want a Hot Dog for My Roll, recorded by the Butterbeans and Sue in 1920s. So this song is old. It's from the 1920s. He says he found it on an old promotional record for New Grape, which was then a uh, popular soda for black people. (laughs) (laughs) Why you got to make it like that? Well, I just, love grape soda. I love grape soda too, but I find that to be a hilarious stereotype. Like the other day, I was listening to uh, "Big Papa" by uh, Notorious B.I.G. and uh-huh. I heard this line that I, I just thought was hilarious. He was like talking about how he goes up to a club and rolls in there, and he asks the chick like, "Who you be with? Here's my digits." Blah blah blah. Why don't you like leave with me? We'll go get a steak, some Welch's grape, and then go back to his house. And I was thinking, 
wow, this dude's going to impress this girl with Welch's grape soda. Uh, but you need, maybe you need to go on Rap Genius about that. Well, you don't, you think it, what, is some kind of, like, liquor drink? <laughs> or maybe, you know, it was slang in Biggie's time for wine. Or maybe Welch's grape. Or maybe Welch's grape juice. I think he's talking about Welch's grape soda. You think, but you don't know. You don't have the, you don't have the, <laughs> the rap. Knowledge. Uh, yeah, knowledge or scholarship. I'm just, I'm just saying double check. I, I tend to think you're probably right, but it bears double checking. I just, I just find it to be a funny stereotype. I don't understand why black people like grape soda, and apparently they like grape soda back in the 20s, too. Well, it's just it, – all everything is funny, about like the fried chicken and the water. It's like blacks like things that are good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, like if gr- like black people like to eat grass clippings. That'd be weird. <laughs> like, ugh. I, those black people are eating my grass clippings again. Not that I think that that's true, but that would be sort of a weird stereotype. But, like, the the fact that black people like food that tastes good, okay. It is, I don't know, grape soda. Grape soda does taste good. I like grape soda. You um, can't drink too much of it, though. Nah, you'll get that crazy sugar fix and sugar high. Um, but this song, I Want a Hot Dog for My Roll, is kind of funny. Just, uh, it's just a lady. I was going to say, it's just a lady singing about, you know, the hot dogs and buns. Well, it's just uh, you know. Oh, she loves them. Filled with innuendos, as it's you can imagine. It's her favorite food. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's a hilarious song. Thank you, Brian, for sending that in, and thank you for the uh, the Whitey Bulger stories. Uh, people will be back next week with episode uh, three eighty eight. Uh, to everybody, I want to wish you a happy Fourth of July. And uh, people in the UK, you know what? You should uh, celebrate the red, white, and blue, man. You know. Yeah. Don't tread on me. That's why we're <laughs> drinking beer, lighting some fireworks. Paul Revere, motherfucker. (laughs) Anyway, happy 4th of July. Have a safe and happy one, and uh, enjoy your fireworks. Uh, We'll be back next week with episode 388. Till then, take it easy. Goodbye. Hot dog, hot dog. Here come the hot dog man. They come in. What is it, lady? What I see... You got a hot dog stand. You know something, Sue, I'm known now as the hot dog man. Yes, the hot hey, dog. Hey, listen. Well, I want a dog without bread, you see. Why? Why? What's the matter? Because I carry my bread with me. Now, Sue, you peculiar. And that's the natural fact. Yes, and if I like your dogs, why, I'll come back. I know you will. How much is it? I'm here to pay. Satisfy me. Listen while I say. What did you got to say? I want a hot dog for my road. Well, here it is. Here it is. I want it hot. I don't want it cold. My dog's never cold. Give me a big one. That's what I say. I want it so it will fit my bread. Now here's a hot dog for your roll. Now is it young? I don't want it cold. My dog never cold. I sure will be disgusted if this dog ain't full of mustard. Don't want no excuse. It must have lots of juice. I want a hot dog for my roll. Come and let me straighten you out. Now, here's a dog 
that's long and lean. Uh-oh. That ain't the kind of dog I mean. Now, here's a dog, Sue, that's short and fat. But I show me something different from that. Now, here's my role. Where's your role? Now, where's your dog? Uh-oh, sister, that roll you got will hold a half a hog, yes, sir. Hey, listen, butter, can you fit it? Why, sure I can. Why, boy? Why, Sue, I'm known now as a champion hot dog man. Now, here's a hot dog for your roll. It must be hot, I don't want it cold. My dog never cold. Give me a big one, that's what I say. Yeah. I want it so it will fit my bread. Now here's a hot dog for your roll. Now is it young, I don't want it old. You know my dog's never old. I sure will be disgusted if this dog ain't full of mustard. Don't want no excuse, it must have lots of juice. I want a hot dog for my room. Hot dog man is gone. I'm gone, hot dog. Daylights. 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 Daylights.